right. What's good? It's the Hidden Vision Podcast. We got the Colorado Goat. On the words of hot producers only website.com. We have my boy GB right here. Yes, How are you doing today? Good, we good. All right, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Um, this is his first interview. Let's just get straight to it. Um, yeah. um, let's just get just a background of your upbringing. Upbringing, born and raised, Colorado. You know, it was pretty cool, pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Coming up in Colorado wasn't too bad. Yeah. Okay, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I um, what uh? Let's just like what schools like? Where did you stay by in Colorado? Like, uh, I stay like kind of like in the north and south side, like right central. Mm-hmm. Grew right there. Went to Horseman Middle School. Mm-hmm. Went to Palmer for high school. Okay, cool. okay, yeah. I feel it. I feel it. Okay, you said Palmer High School. Um. There's a certain class that you took for high school, and it's called uh, what was it called again? Uh, digital audio. All right, you took digital audio audio oh. with Mr. Mayberry. Tell me how that experience was, and you know what I'm saying. That was what kind of set everything off for me. You know, that was my first time learning about production and audio. And before that, I never thought about doing anything like that. You know, it kind of opened my eyes to everything, and then. After high school, kept on going with it. That's what brought me to music production. Okay, I feel it. I feel it. Something simple. Right? Yeah. Um, going from, how about after high school, how was it doing with the producing stuff, like straight out of it? Straight out of high school? Yeah. Uh, I really didn't, I was really doing it for fun, like just messing around with it. I tried to go to college. That shit wasn't for me. But after after one semester, I was like, fuck it. And then start to get a job. And I kept going with the producing. Eventually got some some big stuff from it. Okay, I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. Um let's see. Um what do you think? Um who do you who are three people you think inspired like your producing like worth ethic? Work ethic, uh, yeah. I gotta say, Timberland for real. Mm-hmm. Cold one, cold one. Yeah, sure. he goes crazy. <laughs> uh, I say one that's kind of unknown is Teddy Walton. He, oh, yeah, he goes crazy. Uh, he produced Double Up by Nipsey, produced Love by Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, definitely one that slept on. And another one's Pharrell. Pharrell's definitely yeah, a goat. Yeah, definitely, goat sure. when I got him producing, I definitely looked up. Try to see what he was doing. Try to take the same steps as like that. Okay, I feel it. I feel it. Um, let's get to. I say, this is like the closest person I've seen you get with with this producing stuff. Um, let's talk about um Papa XL and dog. The, the rapport and how you made that. That's my dog. Uh, <laughs> I actually I was just scrolling through Instagram one day, and I followed the game. Mm-hmm. And he had reposted a snippet of Papa XO, and it was a street life snippet. And I was like, damn, this really goes crazy. <laughs> and then, uh, so I DM'd him on my producing page. Yeah. And then, like, a week later, I checked my DMs, seen bro left me on open. <laughs> <laughs> and then, cold. yeah. And then, fast forward, like, three, four months later, he had reached out to me. He was like, 
He's like, I fuck with your beats. He's like, we need to lock in. He gave me his number. I text him like six, seven beats. And he was like, what do you guys say? He was like, yeah, you hard. He was like, we're going to lock in again. He was like, uh, next time you in LA, let me know. Because I was going out to LA. Is my mom? My mom and, uh, lived in LA at the time, and then that's when we had we had took the trip out there. Yeah, for sure. We had took the trip out there. <laughs> some some different stuff had happened, but I reached out to him. I was like, "It's gonna be out in LA." His phone ended up being broken when I reached out to him, and then as soon as I came back, he had reached out to me. He was like, "My bad, my phone was broken." He's like, "But we gotta lock in for a whole tape." And then ever since then, we've been locked in, been traveling out to L.A., working with him. Got some big on the way, made different coming out pretty soon. Pretty soon, we got some crazy stuff on there. It's going to be crazy. Okay, okay. And then let's get straight to the next one. My personal favorite, I just think he's just a straight superstar. We got uh, Honey Band Vet. Honey Band Vet, that's my dog. Uh, I was actually posting, like, snippets in Twitter comments. Mm -hmm. He reached out to me. He was like, I see you, producer. He was like, I'm trying to build like a home studio. He was like, you know any equipment you can help me with? I sent him everything. I was like, this is what you need if you want to do something at home. It's real easy. And then he was like, all right, appreciate it. And then a couple of weeks later, yeah, yeah, DM me on Twitter again. He was like, uh, I made this song. I want you want your feedback on it. And I think I was with you that night. We was at IHOP. Oh, wasn't it me, you, and Jed? Yeah, something like that. I we was at sure. IHOP and he let me know. He was like, uh, let me get your number. I'm going to text you this song. And he sent it through. It was crazy. We've been locked in ever since. Okay, okay. Yeah. I feel it. Uh, another artist that you worked with just recently, you just, you've been talking about him a lot, um, D4. Tell me how you got into it with him, too. Uh, I can't. I think it was a seen him on Instagram. I know that I heard one of his songs. I reached out to him. This was like a year ago. Mm -hmm. I reached out to him. I texted him some stuff, and then we kind of fell off. Like, I ain't texting him nothing in a minute. Yeah. And then I reached back out to him. We tapped in. We got some stuff on the way, too. Before this, he's different. He definitely on the way to the top, for real. Okay, I feel it. I feel it. And then... This one, it, I feel like it means the most to us because we've been listening to him since we were like 14, 15 years old. But yeah. just tell me how you got into the situation getting a placement with uh, the boy from SOB. That was the really, that was the craziest one I've had so far. It was, uh, let's see, when was that? Last year? Uh, I think that I think was it last was, year. Like, right, wasn't that right before like October? I'm pretty yeah, sure. it was like September. Yeah, but I had just seen him post on Instagram on his story. He was like, I need some beats. Send me some at this email. Mm -hmm. So I sent some through. And then a couple of weeks go by. We had took the little trip to L.A. We was just chilling. Just waiting for the homie at the hotel room. And I just randomly get a... First, it was a regular call from Vallejo, California. I was like, who do I know from Vallejo? <laughs> I remember this. I was like, like should I even answer this? And then they hung up and started FaceTiming me. I was like, this weird. He was like, just answer it. So I walked to the bathroom, I answered it, and the boy had FaceTimed me. And basically, he was saying, I use one of your beats. He's like, uh, I'm going to use it on my next tape. He's like, I can make a hundred more songs. I'm going to still use this. It's, it's going to come out. And then 
He had told me to go back to LA the next week, and that was really the craziest experience. And then let, let's get into that because that I feel like that's crazy because the amount of people you met inside of there yeah. is just a lot of artists that we listen to. Just just go through that night with that the boy studio session. Yeah, that was really crazy. So I flew out to LA the week after that. I really had to tell work because I was working at Walmart at the time. <laughs> I had to tell them like I got a family emergency. I gotta go back to California. Capping your ass. Up. Yeah, I definitely was. <laughs> but they was like, uh, they're like, all right, that's fine. So I go to LA and then I flew out there Friday. We didn't get into the studio till Sunday night. So I drive to the studio like 11. Get out there, go to the studio. First time in the studio, it was crazy. It was a nice ass studio. And as soon as you I say walked it was in, in the hood, it kind of it was on Melrose. So yeah, it was it was a little grimy out there. A Philly. But yeah, uh, I walk in the studio. He was recording a song, and he had came out the booth. First thing he said, he was like, he had told uh, the engineer Blap. Yeah. He's like Blap, you gotta let him hear the song we made. He it was called Best Friends. He was like, we got to let them hear this. And they played it. That shit it went crazy. And then the rest of the night, uh, I had played, like, some beats. Uh, he was fucking with a couple. I sent him through to his uh, engineer. And the craziest part was uh, later in that night, Draco the Ruler had came through the studio. And uh, Draco, Ralphie, all them, Conrad, from the Sting team, right? Yeah. Okay. I'll Our Sting team. Thing. And they had shot the, uh, what's this one called? The Deal? Yeah, The Deal by The Boy. Yeah, it was The Deal. They had shot the video for that. So that was really crazy to see. You know, just going from listening to their music. You know how it was in high school. We'd be yeah, bumping that shit every, every day. day. Both of them. So from going from that to being in the studio with them and working with them, that was really something crazy. Yeah, I know that experience really changed your life for sure. Yeah, it definitely made me open my eyes, take music more serious, getting in a position like that. Definitely had to take it more serious. Okay, I feel it. Going back to uh, Papa XO, how do you um how would you say this experience was making this tape with him? I feel like this whole experience has been definitely something that has made me grow as a producer, being able to build something from scratch. You know, getting the artists, like, what they want and having to take that into your own idea and build yeah. that from the bottom is really been something that's made me improve as a producer. And you know how crazy Papa XO is. That's, yeah. He's definitely a cold-ass artist. But yeah, that's been crazy. For sure, for sure. Uh, oh, something I forgot to touch on. Uh, I remember when we first went out to Cali, we went to the no, it was not the first time, it was the second time, but we went out to the uh album release party. Oh, Tell yeah. me how you felt about that because I feel like that's where it really showed that y'all had a connection. You and Papa XO, because it's just he started treating you like family off of that situation. I was right there to see it all, and it was just, I don't know, I want to hear your intake. Yeah, before that, I had seen uh, because we were just texting beats back and forth, stuff like that, uh, texting ideas back and forth, and then he had sent me the, the invite for the a release party yeah and i was in colorado at the time so i was like i was like fuck it should i make the trip out there go support bro and like really build that rapport and i was like fuck it we're gonna slide so yeah. i told you to come with me and then we got there that was my first time doing something like that same same i appreciate yeah. you really yeah, yeah, yeah 
you know. But we got out there, and uh, as soon as we walked in, Papa treated us like like we was family, like we've been known him for for years and years. So you know, that's my dog. Shout out Papa. Shout out XO. And yeah. Oh God! I just remember that night we walked up in there and everybody was sizing us up like there was really. I felt like we was about to get packed out, bro. If we didn't <laughs> yeah, know, bro, no. we was probably gonna get packed out for real. Bro, we was cool, man. He was treating us like family. Shout out XO. God, it was a cool, cool event though. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I feel it. Um, who's three artists that you want to work with that you haven't worked with so far? Ooh, three artists that I gotta work with. J. Cole, definitely number one. I need that J. Cole placement. Your, your favorite rapper. My favorite rapper. <laughs> Listen to him my whole life. Got to get that J. Cole placement. I feel that. I feel it. Uh, number two, I say No Cap. That's probably my favorite artist right now. No Cap placement definitely, feel like it definitely means something to me. Number three. Let's make number three different. Different. All right. Different. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Mm, I got to say... I'm gonna say Neff the Pharaoh. You know we've been li- we've been listening to Neff since high school. I yeah, feel like Vallejo legend. Yeah, Vallejo. Yeah, I definitely need the Neff placement. That that definitely sum it all up. I feel it. I feel it. Okay, great choices. Great choices. Yeah. After we got three artists, how about three producers that you would want to work with? Number one, Teddy Walton. Teddy Walton for real. Uh, ever since I started producing, that's somebody that I've been like trying to learn from has definitely inspired me producing number one is definitely teddy well number two let me see i feel like the murder beats and gb collab would go crazy I, why i feel like you i like i was looking at you and i knew you were gonna say murder beats murder beats just got that he got those melodies those melodies go crazy i definitely mean murder do something crazy yeah i feel you i feel you uh number three Mm. I have to go with Pharrell. Pharrell, that's the one that inspired me when I started producing. That's somebody that I try to, you know, mimic and get game from. Mm-hmm. So me and Pharrell, that would that make my everything. Okay, okay, I feel you, I feel you. I and now we're gonna talk about. I feel like he's your Phil Jackson. Honestly, he's your guru. Talk about. Uh, your mentor Wade and what he's done for you and how much you've learned from him over this has it been like almost a year or two? Uh, yeah. The th- crazy thing with Wade is I first reached out to him when I didn't know nothing about music industry. I didn't know none of that. I was like, I'm looking for a, a manager, really. In reality, I really didn't need a manager. I probably still don't right now. But I reached out to him. I was like, I need a manager, and then. I seen him post something about being an intern for him. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just trying to learn about this business. I'm trying to learn about music. Mm-hmm. Let me just intern for an A&R and a, a manager. Let me learn some stuff. So I, I had worked my ass off during the internship on God. I was getting him like 10 artists a week, 10 new artists a week. Grind. I was organizing everything. Yeah, I was grinding. And he, in return, he was giving me game. He was putting me in positions with other producers. And then I stopped interning for him. And then he had opened up the Hot Producers Only Academy. Shout out Hot Producers Only. Uh, so I I hit him up about that. And he's gives me game all the time. That's my dog. 
gives me game all the time, puts everybody in position, uh, helps with placements. Uh, he gave me a lawyer that I needed for this uh, placement that I was getting. Mm-hmm. He's always been looking out, so shout out Wade. Okay, I feel it. I feel it. Um, give me one moment where you're like, fuck this producing shit. Like, I, I don't want to do this no more, but you was just like, I'm going to keep on going. Oh, that's hard. That's definitely happened to me a couple times, but you got to just look at it like uh, it's a marathon. You just got to keep going. You can't let bullshit, can't let bullshit stop you from the end goal. But one thing that's recently had me like that is the Du Bois placement. You already know how that shit went down. I was hot. <laughs> explain, to, explain to the people how that went down. <laughs> Basically, I was supposed to be on the boys' new tape. Shout out to boy. I'm not even mad. I know how the music business go. But uh, I was supposed to be on the the new album, Can't Tame Us. Yeah. And uh, I was checking the track list and everything. My my song was on the track list the whole time. And then the day that it was dropping Thursday, it came out Thursday at midnight. I checked Thursday morning. The song was off the album. So I was like, damn. I was on my first big placement, got taken off the fucking album. I was like, fuck this music shit. I'm about to retire already. <laughs> nah, I had to look at it in the in the long run that it's gonna come out eventually. The way he was talking about it, I believe it's gonna come out eventually. Mm-hmm. The song is crazy. When he played it for me, that song goes crazy. Oh yeah, god, a little bit of it. Yeah, I had the little snippet. But yeah, that was that was definitely something that, that made me hot. Okay, I feel it. I feel it. Um... Hmm. There's uh, somebody really important to you. You don't really talk about him to me as much. You tell me a few stories, but uh, what's what did your grandfather mean to you? And like, you feel me? Just yeah. a little backstory about your grandfather. Uh, my grandfather, basically, he raised me. That was that was the man that taught me a lot. He got me into music from a very young age. You know. He wake up five, six o'clock in the morning, music blasting, <laughs> the Mexican music blasting early in the morning. That's when he knew you needed to wake up. But yeah, he definitely helped raise me. And yeah. Okay, I feel it. I feel it. Uh, hit you with a curveball. Uh, what's if you could give a starting five of your daily rotation of artists that you listen to? What would it be? Number one is no cap. Gotta have the okay. no cap every day. Uh, two, that new Lil Papa just dropped. Definitely bumping that. That's in the rotation. Three, you know, can't go wrong with the Nipsey. Nipsey's a, a legend. Yeah, yeah. I gotta have that Nipsey. TMC. Yep. Uh, number four, let's see, let's see. Uh, the boy. Yeah, I gotta, know. gotta bump the boy. Not even just because I got the placement with him. You know, we've been listening yeah. to him every day since. Bro, we've there. been studying him since he literally came out. Him yeah, and we, SOB. We tried to go to the SOBRB concert back in, what was that, 2018? Yeah, on God. And they, yeah, they, they canceled our tickets. They got canceled on us. But yeah. Um, that's four? Yeah, that's four. Five? Um, let me see. Let me go through the playlist right quick. Hold on. <laughs> I can't even think. You gotta really search. I know you about to say LA artist. I, I listen to so many songs every day. You yeah. like that. 
especially with you because you produce. Yeah. You got to consume nothing but music the whole day. Yeah. Blast. Blast definitely in the rotation. Blast you know, is your number five. Yeah, Blast is number five. You know, I've been on Blast for a minute. Yeah, you put me on blast. I've been in with the LA music for a while. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, next question. Hmm. I gotta hit you with a good one. A good one. Uh, what do you think? How do you feel about the music scene in Colorado Springs? Like, uh, in Colorado Springs, I feel like there's potential, mm -hmm. but I feel like people don't want to put in the work, or people don't want to. You know, collab with nobody or stuff like that. I feel like if all of Colorado came together, they could really do something with the music scene. I seen potential. You know, uh, shout out Hundred Pack Savvy. Hundred Pack Savvy goes crazy. Yeah, oh God, that nigga be going ballistic on the beat. Yeah, he was actually the reason why I sampled the for the the boy placement. Where I sampled a Baby Bass song, and I got tapped in with Hundred Pack Savvy. Mm -hmm. I DM him. He was like, "Yeah, send me some beats through." I sent him like four or five beats through. He was like, "Yeah, yo, shit hard. I'm gonna turn you up." And then he was like, uh, "I let him know like anything you need me to sample, let me know." He's like, "Cause he said he had like samples." Mm -hmm. So I was like, "Yeah, let me know what samples you need." And he had sent me like five, six samples, and one of them uh ended up being the Baby Bash Acon song. I sampled that, and that was the one I sent to the boy that the boy ended up using. So shout out Savvy for that. <laughs> he ended up not using that one, so that's why I sent it to the boys. So yeah. I feel it. I feel it. You do give a valid point because I feel like the whole city is just a crabs in the bucket. Nobody wants to work with each other. Nobody really wants to work. I be telling these niggas that be rapping and shit. The homies, I be like, throw out these videos, but they're yeah. like, oh, no, this shit's just gonna blow up on SoundCloud, nigga. It's like nah, Yeah, that right. SoundCloud, that shit not the not the way no more in like 2015, 16. That was cool, but now it's real like now you gotta market yourself. It's not just the music. You gotta put content out with the music and let people know and the difference are too. Cause now the I feel like music, the music industry is really like anybody could do it. Like back then in the day, it took like you gotta be tapped in with radios and all that type of stuff. Yeah, you gotta know somebody to get put on at the end of the day, yeah. back in the day. But, yeah, but now Internet is your your best friend. You could do anything now. Yeah. Hey, we're doing anything right now. That's what yeah. I'm saying. But um, who's three Colorado artists that you would like to work with? Uh, I definitely gotta get someone hundred pack savvy. Uh I don't know if he considers himself a Colorado artist, but Ox Dior. Ox Dior goes crazy. Oh, that one dude from Denver that you showed me? Yeah. Oh god, he goes. Yeah, hard. I need someone Ox Dior. Other one is uh they call him AP. Oh yeah. You, you show him? me, you show me him. Yeah. I need some with him. He goes crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, three. All right, I feel you. And then touch on another personal note. Another person, I hear your cousins talk about him a lot. I've never heard about him. Um who is Uncle Rick to you? Uncle Rick? Yeah. My cousin, Uncle Rick? Yeah. Uh that was basically that was my cousin. So that was my cousin's uncle. But uh, basically, he was like a good cousin, you know. Yeah. Like they always come around, they always do stuff for you. Like I was a little kid, he come to the house. Like the big homie. Yeah. He around. he bring like all the snacks, all the candy when we little kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Okay. That was great. I feel it. I feel it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
situation happened inside of the the studio during this divorce session somebody in particular asked you for something who was it and what did he ask for you talking about the ralphie yo <laughs> oh yeah that was well when i was in the studio uh when draco and all them had walked in i was in the i was in the front playing uh beats mm-hmm. at the time uh the boy wasn't in there he had went to the hotel real quick to change for the video so I was just playing beats. Uh, there was a couple other people. Uh, Juski, Juski, I think his name is, was in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got a song with the boy that goes crazy. But yeah, I was just playing beats for all them. And his uh, manager and engineer, Blap. So I was playing that for them. And uh, Draco had walked in. And he had get a little head and I went to the corner. Uh, Ralphie was in there, all that. And then uh, they was getting ready to shoot the video and everything. They was waiting for the cameraman to set everything up. And Raphael walked up to me. He was like, bro, this is your laptop. He was like, uh, can I roll some weed on it? <laughs> I was like, go ahead, do your thing, bro. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Raphael, cool, though. Yeah, I feel you tapped in with the Sting Team, bro. <laughs> I ain't Sting Team, but shout out Sting Team. Yeah, for sure. Shout out the Sting Team. Uh, what would you say is your best concert experience? Best concert experience? Uh, yeah. Shout out XO. Uh, he was supposed to go perform. I forget what venue it was. Uh, but he was supposed to perform at a venue. It was like a little opener. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had ended up being late. So uh, we had just ended up watching all the performances. And uh, I seen One Take J, Roddy Ritz, Moses, uh, Joe Moses. Uh, who else was in there? Kaylin, for real, for real, was in there. Just a bunch of LA legends. Yeah, just real. a bunch of, of the best LA artists out there. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that was an experience I'd never seen. I'd only been to one concert before that. That was the baby concert. Oh, no, we went to two because you remember the <laughs> that other... one don't count, bro. That was like the little why don't that one count? That was like I didn't even know who he was, first of all. I'm we're not gonna say the name. <laughs> you bogus. But uh I know that was like the little local concert mm-hmm. we got. Ended up tagging along with the homegirl with. Homegirl? Who else did you go with? What do you mean? <laughs> you said homegirl. Yeah. What home? Oh, man. When they got the tickets for us. Oh, Come on, bro. I don't be thinking. My bad, my bad. Um, What do you think? What is your favorite style of, like, beats? Like, what's your favorite type of beats you like to make? Um, well, that's hard. I say right now I'm mainly doing like pain stuff, like raw wave type stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's probably not my favorite. My favorite is probably like the old West Coast samples, high tempo, drums banging, you know. That boobop. Yeah, that, that good shit. That old SOB, RBE type. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. With the samples, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I feel it. I feel it. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think because let me see. I got questions. Yeah, check your questions. How was it just even like watching that video though? Like that video with the boy and Draco, the deal? Because it's just, I remember you sent me, you sent, didn't you send it to the group chat? It was just them doing the video. Didn't you send a Snapchat of them? Yeah, I I took a video when they were shooting the video because that was like, 
that was like a mind blowing experience going from not doing nothing big with music, not doing nothing like relatively close to that, mm-hmm. and then going to being in the studio with somebody that we listen to damn near every day. Yeah, facts. Yeah, it was. So I took the video out of how to get the memory on the phone. Yeah. Um. All right. What's three goals that you want to accomplish this year? Three goals. Um, I say definitely can continuing to build my brand. I'm trying to be on a on a new level with this producing shit. I just have a couple songs with a big with a big rapper. Mm-hmm. Cause that shit not gonna get you nowhere. Yeah, for sure. You. I'm trying to build my that. brand. Yeah. Uh, that's one. Two. Uh, continue to build with the artists I'm locked in with. Shout out D Four. Shout out EXO. Shout out Vet. You know we got some we got some crazy shit on the way. Uh, definitely continue to build with them. Uh, number three, I say just continuing to progress as a producer. And uh, in case you don't know, there's a difference between a producer and a beat maker. I'm trying to get to the the producer level. I was just on the beat maker level. I was just making beats and that shit out. Okay. Trying to get on the producer level, like mustard type shit, like in the studio, really build with artists, you know, mm-hmm. build a, a collective, you feel me? A good rapport and actually make a, it like some art. Yeah, yeah make some real it. music and have my, have my say-so in it, you know, because you got to have that creative vision with everything you do. Yeah, I feel you. Um, how would you say producing changed your life? Producing has definitely changed my life. It's made me, you know, have a sense of humor to the bullshit. Because a lot of bullshit <laughs> coming to music, I'm going to tell you. A Great lot. Uh, yeah. But uh, just that, you know, it definitely made my work ethic better. Seeing I had to really grind to get this shit if I wanted. You know, I'm still on the way up. Uh, this shit just was starting for real. I just started taking music series. But September when I got that call to... Go to LA with the boy. That's when I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I gotta take this shit serious. Oh God, it's just, it's crazy to even see think that you even made it this far because it's just you didn't even take the shit serious back when you used to take the class back in high school. I'm bro, I used to do every day. And you're like, I used to oh, skip that ass. class all the time, bro. You used to be in the cafeteria with me ditching class. That's yeah, what I'm saying. We, and then, I skipped that class all the time, and then we got to because it was like different sections. There was like uh. It was Foley. That's like the, the shit for movies. Mm-hmm. We did that. And then we got to the, the music production segment. I was like, yeah, it is cool. I was like, I'm fucking with this better than everything else we done learn. But I, during that class, I never thought like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Like, this is what I'm going to do after high school. I was like, nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. How would you say your friendship in your friend group, like, helps you maneuver in this? You know what I mean? Because it's weird out here. Yeah, it's definitely weird out here, especially out here. Uh, My brothers definitely held me down. You know, you know the times I was like, fuck this music. I'm done. (laughs) Y'all, y'all. Text me, call me, bro. You better not stop the music. I'm gonna beat your ass. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat your ass if you quit this music (laughs) shit for real. Yeah, y'all definitely held me down. Uh, y'all definitely inspired me. You know, y'all be sending the samples through. Y'all be giving me music ideas, all that type of stuff. 
Hey, that's good to hear. That's yeah. good to hear that we doing something good. Oh, for the home team. Oh, God, you know y'all uh, who would you want on this podcast? Since we're just starting, name let's let's just start off with I say three. Three people that you would want on here. Three, we definitely need XO. XO, I know you're gonna if you're watching Everyone, this for show. Sure. We need you on the podcast. We need you on the hidden vision. Um, two, I want to get vet. Vet, you know, hard. vets, vets probably the most versatile at a all the artists I've worked with. Yeah, oh god, his melodies go crazy. Uh, definitely need vet on here. Three, um, I don't know. We need somebody big on this bitch. Big. Who you thinking? Who you thinking? I don't know. It's gonna come. We just got two for right now, Vet and XO. We need you on the podcast. Need that for sure. Um, you better text these niggas after this shit too. I'll oh, yeah. be sitting in the car with you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gonna we gonna hit them up and try to get that rolling. Yes, rolling. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> no, I'll play with you. I'll play. Uh, uh, let's switch it up. Who do you think is winning the NBA Finals? I got the Warriors in six. Against who? Celtics. Warriors and Celtics. You got Warriors and Six? Yep. And why is that? Who's stopping Curry? And um, Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson. Jimmy Butler, nigga. What? He is not winning. You better stop playing with he, the E, bro. We going to the finals this year and we're gonna turn up. I don't care if who's y'all on the if other it, side. if y'all do end up going, I promise y'all will not win. I will bet my whole life savings on that bitch right now. You said now. your whole life savings. I'll bet my whole life savings on that bitch. Uh, say no more. We could bet on this. For I real. got Curry, Clay, and Jordan Poole in six. I bet if the Warriors in the the Heat end up in the finals, we betting. I don't care. Bet. A hundred, if bet. anything, I'll put hundred thousand on that bitch. You That's said a hundred thousand. I don't even got a hundred thousand, bro. I'll get a fucking. I'll get a business loan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is stupid, bro. Who's your uh, Who's your favorite basketball team? Nuggets. Gotta rock with the home team. Okay, I feel it. I feel it. Mm. Same, same with your football team. Let me guess. It's the Denver Broncos. Yeah, Denver Broncos. Shout out XO. Rocking with the Broncos. Mm. What y'all think y'all gonna do this year with Russell Wilson? Oh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Instant Super Bowl. We got the defense. We got the we got the offense now. It's a Super Bowl. Would Tom Brady just come up and just Fuck some shit. Fuck up Tom again. Brady. Fuck the Rams. Fuck audio. Oh, that's how you feeling? Yep. Right, so you already have that same energy if you meet them niggas in the Super Bowl. That's if all any I of them say. ever see this in their life, I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, it's just... um, what? Where's five places that you would love to travel that you haven't traveled to yet? Ooh. That's a good ass question. That's a good ass question. Uh, when I'm trying to go to Texas, I know that sounds basic, <laughs> but I gotta go to Texas, bro. We can go to Texas whenever you want to go to Texas. I've been to Texas before, but I'm trying to go to Houston, bro. When do you want to go to Houston, bro? Let's go right now. I bet. <laughs> now, nah, but uh, besides that, out of the country, I'm trying to go to trying definitely trying to see Dubai. That's crazy. Dubai is definitely something that need to be checked off the bucket list. You know, I was trying to take the take the month out to Bali. 
Yeah, for sure. That'd Taking be a trip crazy. to Bali, I'm finna go out there just make music for a whole month. Uh, you said five? Yeah, five. You got two more. Uh, definitely need to go to Italy. What? Just Italy? Just yeah, that Italy. Part? Yeah. All right, I feel it. Um, that's four. I'm trying to go to China. I feel like China's different. <laughs> Why China? Why China? It just the culture out there looks crazy. Yeah, but bro, you do anything, they about to chop off your fingers. They and just quick. don't do nothing, bro. <laughs> that yeah, shit not hard. But that's hard for a nigga like me because you know me, I'm turned up. Like I'm always uh, wanting to do something. Y'all say something wrong, they they gonna pack me up just like uh what's her name? Brittany Griner. Free her for real, for real. Yeah, Brittany Griner. That shit fucked up. Uh what's five uh what's your five favorite meals? Like meals. What's five meals that just Hit for you. Uh, that's hard. I already know one of them. I what is it? Down, burrito tacos. I know you're going to oh, see yeah. burrito tacos. Can't go wrong with the video. <laughs> uh, two, the chicken alfredo. You can't go wrong with the chicken alfredo. Olive Garden, bro. We that shit is crazy. Um, carne uh, asada. Gotta have the carne asada. Oh, God. That shit be buzzing. That's three? Yeah, that's three. Can't go wrong with a steak and a cheeseburger. That's fine. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Um, if you weren't doing producing, what would you think that you would be doing? That's a good ass question. Cause to be honest, I don't know what the fuck I'd be doing. I'd probably be <laughs> stuck in college or some some bullshit trying mm-hmm. to do something that I don't really really even fuck with. Yeah, I feel you. I feel like uh music just fell into my lap like at the right time. If there is three things that you would want to do besides producing, what would you want to do? Uh, definitely trying to start my own business, my own clothing business. Okay. Uh, definitely trying to own my own studio. Uh, three. Probably real estate. And why real estate? That one. Why for each one? Well. What's the first one I said? Go with real estate first and then we'll real go Real estate, to I feel like it's a good income if you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely try to own my, have my own studio. Because, you know, music. I love yeah. music. Gotta have that. Day. Could be in there whenever I want to. Um, what did I say the third one? Uh, You said studio. Oh, clothing, oh, clothing brand. brand. I don't know. I feel like like i got a creative mind i could put a lot of ideas to the to the to the fabric okay i feel you, I feel you. just a lot of thoughts just going through it in yeah. and out your head every day yeah okay um let's see what else i got up in here oh this uh this is a question from the fans and when are we dropping a track whenever you want to record that bitch Bro, I'm waiting on you. You over here bushing. Hey, you know I got the beats ready. Bro, I, I, I got the bars ready. Whenever all you're right, trying baby, to make a song, we can, can make a song. You know I got the home studio now, too. I done bought all the equipment. We can get that cracking. Hey, say no more. Let's get this. Hey, the tape coming. I'm really trying to make my own album. You said your own album? What what What's stopping you from making your own music right now? Not like me rapping, mm-hmm. but like me producing all the tracks on the album i feel like 
I'm just trying to get a lot of artists on there. Like a producer tape? Yeah. That'd like, be hard. That's what you I know, was talking Mustard's about. Tape, Mustard's Tape went crazy. He had like, like 10 artists on there. I'm trying to do something similar to that. Okay, I feel it, I feel it. What's um? What do you, what do you want to get done by the end of the summer? By the end of the summer, I'm definitely trying to drop some music. I definitely trying to get some, some more big placements. Um, really just try to network and build with more artists, cause that's that's what I feel like I'm good at. Is building with artists, you know. Uh, like I could really cater to the artists if they give me a certain sound that they want. I feel like I could, I could make that shit happen. Yeah, I feel what you're saying. It just, you just feel like you can compliment any artist perfectly. Yeah, I feel like they give me a a certain sound that they want. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make that shit happen at a high level. Okay, talk yeah. your shit then. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I've been hitting you with some bangers, low key. Oh God. Um, how do you feel about California for real? Cause I love that shit. When we when we went out there, nigga, that shit was fun as fuck. How do you feel about California? Cause you be out there more than I do. Yeah, I definitely be out there a lot. At at one point, I was going out there like two, three times a month. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You used to be going almost every week. Yeah. That shit was definitely hurting the pockets. Shout out Walmart <laughs> for funding the trips. But uh, I fuck with Cali. I feel like it's not somewhere I'd... I feel like if I had to live one place in Cali, it'd be San Diego. I feel like LA too fast for me. Mm-hmm. And it's hella crazy out there. Yeah, that shit is burning You gotta watch where you at, what you doing. You can't go to the wrong area at the wrong time or... And some niggas are going to feel some type of way, but when we was out in San Diego, that shit was sweet. I ain't going to care. We we could move however we want to, but when we was out in LA, I was only wearing black and white t-shirts, so I ain't going to care with you. <laughs> I was not playing. I was not about to get DP. Hey, none of that. Wasn't we staying in the... Where was we staying? Uh, the first time we went out there, we were staying in the nice spots. I forgot what uh, hotel. We were staying at the West End. Oh, in LA? God. And, no, I'm talking about when we were in San Diego. Where did we stay? Oh, the... The Marriott? The Marriott. That motherfucker was beautiful. Yeah, that that was, that's what pool. made me fuck with San Diego. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, and then the, the little walking around we did mm-hmm. uh, made me fuck with San Diego. Bro, we almost got hit by a bus in San Diego. Remember when I was driving on the wrong side of the road Bro. on that little ass street? <laughs> and then I was trying to tell you because there was a guy in the Yeah, the homeless uh, dude yelling yeah. at me. I thought he was trying to. Yes, nigga, he was in a wheelchair trying to tell you that you're doing the wrong shit. I'm telling you. I thought he was just tweaking, too. like yelling at us or something. Hell no. Nah. He was trying to tell us he was on the wrong side of the road. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Shout out San Diego, though. Uh, I remember we're the only niggas that ever go out of state. If we don't get something nice first, nigga, we straight went to go get big Straight McDonald's to the, McDonald's, Chick fil A. What else we get? Didn't we get in and out too or no? Yeah, we got in and out. We never went no place that's like exclusively in that area though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We didn't try any. Oh, no. On God, what the fuck did we try? We tried, uh, I tried Days for the first time out there. Oh, that yeah. That motherfucker. Yeah, days was good. Banging. I feel like we was always on the go though, so we couldn't really. Yeah, and bro, the, the first day stuff. was like, it was fucked up because 
We was both fucked up by that jet lag. Bad, bro. bro. How you think I feel? I had to drive four hours to fucking San Diego. <laughs> yeah, so slumped in the passenger seat. Bro, I had to sleep. I was getting... Bro, I don't even think I slept on the plane. That turbulence was fucking Bro, neither did I. We had to get on the plane at what, like, 4 o'clock in the morning? Got there at, like, 6. Oh, God. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That shit was just crazy. Yeah. That shit. Definitely not fucking with the early morning flights. I'm doing the nighttime flights only. Yeah, bro. That's what I was going to say, because last time... What time did we do? The second time we went to uh, Exo's... I'm release party. Wasn't that like six o'clock in the morning or some shit? Yeah, we definitely had to leave my house at like three thirty. We the got morning. there, went to sleep, got back up, went to the party, slept for like you slept for like probably forty five minutes, bro. We wasn't even in LA for a whole twenty four hours, nigga. That's what we got I'm there saying. early in the morning. Had to go drive around, wait to check into the hotel. Got to the hotel, took like a two hour nap. Got some food. Had to go to the album release party. Oh, God. And then we straight to sleep back on that motherfucker. And then we party. left the album release party at, like, what, like, 2 o'clock in the morning? Bro, and I'm telling you, Cali weed hit so much harder than fucking Colorado <laughs> weed. Like, I'm over here. I'm high as fuck off of this backwood. And they passed us that, uh, was that, that Casamigos shot? Yeah, that we, we went and got the Casamigos. Bro, I was twisted up in that bitch, and I barely drank that motherfucker. That shit was so <laughs> nasty. It was like 75% yeah, but... Casamigos, 25% whatever juice I put in there. Yeah, shout out the lady that poured the Casamigos. Oh, yeah. She was trying to get motherfuckers drunk yeah, up in Yeah, she bitch. poured the whole solo cup with Casamigos and like this much juice. <laughs> she was trying to get it drunk for real. Yo ass was faded. I ain't going to cut with you. Bro, the Casamigos had me, had me spinning. Oh, wait. Uh, give me one funny story that nobody knows about you. One funny story. Just some crazy um, shit. This was what, freshman year? This was freshman year on like one of the first... I think it was like the second, third day. Mm-hmm. I was sick as fuck. And my mom wouldn't let me stay home. You went to school. I went to school. I was trying to thug it out the whole day. I was like, no, nah, I'm not feeling it. I'm finna just this class and walk around till I feel better. Hopefully I'm gonna feel better. <laughs> I'm walking around the hallways, throw up in the hallway. <laughs> On the board? Up. It was like in the corner. You know, uh, you know where the English office was? You just threw up in the corner. The first floor, like there was a trash can there. I was trying to make it to the trash can. And you just threw up on the floor. I threw like on the floor, on the trash can, <laughs> everywhere. But yeah, they about to get your ass for that one for sure, bro. They, they can try. They, they gonna have your ass cleaning up for the day for that. We that gonna have to nasty. Me, uh, take me to court because I'm not doing this shit. Take you to court? You sure you want to go to court? Yeah, I got the lawyer ready. Shout out Wade. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. Um, what would you say Colorado culture is? Uh, that's a good question because I don't know what the fuck Colorado culture <laughs> is. I feel like Colorado is just like a mix of a bunch of people from everywhere. Can you know we got the military? Yeah, military heavy out here, so people are just constantly coming from different areas. So I feel like Colorado culture is just a mix of a lot of different areas in one place. I feel it. If you say, hmm, how would I word this? Mm. What would you give a rating of Colorado? One through 10. Like, 
for somebody that hasn't been here ever in their life? Uh, for somebody that hasn't been here, I feel like anywhere you go as new, it'll be a good experience for you most of the time. Because mm-hmm. you got, you know, you're out of your comfort zone. You can find new shit to do. But like living here, I give it like a solid like seven. Seven? Yeah. Why seven? Because it's not like a bad place. Like it's cool. Colorado nice as fuck. Beautiful here. But there's not a lot to do. I mean, it's kind of boring. Yeah, you do give a vote. Unless you like, if you're an outdoors person, it'll definitely be like a 10. Yeah, oh God. Like, if you with the city stuff, it's like a 7, 8. I'm giving this motherfucker a negative 2 and a half. I Why the fuck it, you bro. giving in a negative 2? <laughs> it's just janky out in this motherfucker. You know what I mean. Why is it janky? Bro, it's scandalous. Everybody, everybody. Be frenemies up in this motherfucker. You know what I mean? There do be a lot of scandalous people out here. That's what I'm saying. That's why you just got to stick to your people. Yeah, yeah. Where do you see uh, Colorado with music in five years? Five years? I see it definitely growing a lot more than it has now. Uh, you know, in about five years, we're going to turn this bitch up. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. But uh, I feel like if everybody just wanted to work... Really want to put in the work, you know, learn how to market, brand yourself, and really reach the people. Then Colorado could be a lot bigger than it is right now. Shout out Thizzler for giving Colorado love. Yeah, oh God, where's Thizzler from? Isn't aren't they, they from, from the Bay? Yeah, they from the Bay Area. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they be showing love to uh, Hundred Pack Savvy and yeah, Hundred Pack Savvy. They recently had the Colorado Showcase. Uh, I feel like the right people wasn't on it, but that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Shout out Dizzler. <laughs> I feel it. Where do you see yourself in five years with this producing stuff? Five years. Hopefully, um, on like a murder beats type level, mm-hmm. I really want to get to, you know, there's a difference between having yourself on the credits and being on the title of the fucking song, having featuring your name. Yeah. You feel me? I'm trying to get to that level. Authenticated, like, for sure, for sure. Yeah, have, like, where I'm not just a producer that's just, like, on the on the back of the motherfucking album credits. Mm-hmm. I have my name on the title. You feel me? Yeah, I feel you. Create, create a, a brand with this shit. How'd you get the name GB? Uh, you know, it really came from y'all calling me Jello, <laughs> and then just putting beats at the end. And then one day I was trying to like, I was trying to find a tag. So I was like, damn, I'm making all these beats. I don't got no tags. Somebody could really just steal my shit. And uh, I was going through a, it was actually a Teddy Walton pack on Reddit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had like little vocal chops. Like a little kid saying like A B C, I had like them near the whole alphabet. Uh, I put the G and the B together, mm-hmm. and then it, uh, it had another one that said uh, the little kid saying on the beat. So mm-hmm. I put that together. That's how I came with GB on the beat. Okay, I feel it. I feel it. Would you ever change your tag? I'm definitely trying to get some some different. I feel like it gotta come like organically though. If it don't come organically, I'm gonna just keep what I got now. Because you just, just how official it is. Yeah, I feel like that's, 
it's just like I don't know when you hear that you know it's yeah you know who it is at yeah. the end of the day it's, yeah. it's GB on the beat yeah a lot of these producers get their tags from the same person I'm trying to be on some different shit I might go to the to some crazy shit like Pharrell like you know Pharrell got the four count mm-hmm. uh, who else you know Teddy Walton just got the crazy production you just know it's Teddy Walton I'm trying to get to that level so really just progressing and you know growing. I feel it. Um, your favorite artist, Nipsey Hussle. How do you feel about Nipsey Hussle? Uh, you know, crazy thing is, I ain't getting into Nipsey like that. You know, I heard some Nipsey songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, before Victory Lap, then Victory Lap came out, and I was bumming that bitch every day. Yeah, oh god, that motherfucker slapper. Yeah. So I've been bumping a uh, Victory Lap, and then one day I was just like. Fuck it. I seen a, I think it was a Breakfast Club interview. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, bro's really like hella wise. Gives out hella game. So I I was following Nipsey for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's how I got started fucking with Nipsey. I feel it. If you would give somebody that's just starting out producing some advice, what would you tell them? I would say first, uh, learn the business. I feel like a lot of the music, especially for producers, is more business than anything. Uh, so you're not getting fucked over because a lot of people is gonna try to fuck you over in this business. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a cold business to be in. Yeah. So I say learn the business too. Learn how to network and brand yourself. Uh, networking can take you a long way. This business like ten percent talent, ninety percent business. So you get tapped in with the right people, you know, uh, brand and market yourself the right way. You could sky's the limit with that. And then number three, uh, I just say keep a good work ethic and be original. A lot of people out here try to steal, you know, steal s- certain people's, uh, how do you say, like style of producing. Yeah. So I just say find, find what works best for you. And run with it and perfect it, master it. Also, keep your 808s in key. That shit sound like garbage when it's not. <laughs> I, who is your Mount Rushmore for producers? Oh, my Mount Rushmore. That's hard. Uh, this is just mine. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I say Timberland Pharrell got to be up there. Okay. Uh, Terrace Martin. You gotta be up there. Um, Kanye. Kanye slept on as a producer. They just see him as a rapper now. Why you say he's uh, slept on as a producer? Well, that's what he started out as, is producing. He produced some of the greatest songs of the early 2000s. Yeah, facts. That, uh, so yeah, what Kanye. is it called? What is it? Um, the little trilogy thing that was on Netflix? It just, oh, like, yeah, it is. The documentary like, on Netflix. Yeah, it gave me like a deeper insight, like who he was. Like I knew he's producer, but not like yeah. Damn, they're like, oh, you're only a producer. You can't be no rapper. Yeah, shout out Kanye. Kanye really broke uh barriers for producers. But yeah. Uh last I say I need Teddy Weldon up there. That's my that's my number one producer right now. You you you've been talking about him like you really want to work with him. Like Bro, that's before, like, I got into music, mm-hmm. I found out who Teddy Walton was through uh, Genius. Oh, yeah. I was watching Genius videos, mm-hmm. 
and he had to deconstruct it. And then I started following him. This was like when I first started producing. And then I've been tapped in with him ever since, and his style is definitely different from everybody else. I feel you. I feel you. Um, how do you feel about Kenny Beats the Cave? And would you do something like that? That's definitely something I want to do. Similar to that, shout out Kenny Beats. Uh, he's definitely another one that's broke bears for producers. You know, he does the the live streams all the time. He's really putting on for putting on other producers. But that's the cave. That's something that I started watching. Mm-hmm. Just like when I was bored at the house during the pandemic. That's when I really got tapped in with the cave. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I definitely want to do something like that. I feel it. I feel it. Um. Hmm. When this is all said and done, and you leave producing, when you finish, when it, like, let me give, what do you think the top three achievements that you'd accomplish, you feel me? Like, when you Uh, walk away from this. My top three, I definitely want to change people's lives, definitely put people on. That's my number one with just all this music stuff. I want to put people in position to help their career if I can. Uh, number two, I say I definitely want to win a Grammy. Got to have a Grammy on the resume. A Grammy? Yeah, definitely need a Grammy. You're not going to piss on it like Kanye did? I might if I'm feeling <laughs> a certain way. Uh, number three, um, I say just making good music that's timeless. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I, um... And then you said... Yeah, you want to do something with clothing. Like, who are people in fashion, like, you think, like, really stand out to you? Uh, One that's recently stood out to me, you know, Blazzy. Oh, yeah. I mean, watching No Jumper. Mm-hmm. Blazzy, definitely somebody. I never knew the ins and outs, like, what goes behind all the fashion business. Yeah. But that's definitely some shit I'd be interested in. I feel like I could make some cold shit. I Definitely him, you know, uh, Virgil, Virgil, R.P. Virgil, yeah, R.P. Virgil, Virgil was different with it. Um, yeah, just those two. That's all I could think of right now. <laughs> I feel you. Um, what is? What do you want to get done with me and Ju with this music stuff? I feel like the possibilities are endless with us because, you know, mm-hmm. we could just lock in and make some make some different shit. Yeah. And not even just that. I feel like we got the personalities to just make content with it, too, and make something completely different. Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to be on some different stuff like uh, Turbo. Shout out Turbo. Uh, the, the vlogs he be doing, mm-hmm. that's definitely something I'm trying to get into because I be in the studio going to these studio sessions. Like, if I could have vlogged the Du Bois session, yeah. bro, that shit would have been legendary. That shit would have been history. Yeah, on God, that would have, because that would have been, wouldn't that have been, like, the last time everybody seen Draco, too? I think, yeah. It was definitely what, that was September, October. He passed away in December. December? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was definitely, that definitely would have been some historic. Okay, I feel you, I feel you. Shit. I'm trying to think. 
Got another question up here. I don't even know. This this really might just be it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. All right, let's hear it. Where you see this going with the podcast? The podcast? Yeah. Bro, I ain't gonna cap because I I'm not gonna say I ain't seen nobody in Colorado do it. I've seen people do it, but I feel like we'll come so much different with it because like you said at the end of the day, we're really creative. We're creative people. We get onto new stuff. We we're just I feel like we catch on to waves before they even happen, especially you, because just going from just the music that we listen to, we're listening to music that people right now they're like, oh, this shit's fire. Yeah. You've been listening to that shit like two, three years ago. That's what I'm saying. Like you're always ahead of stuff. I feel like I am too. And then Jew, I feel like he's just the most creative out of all of us. Like yeah. because it just it just starts off just with the roasting. Like if you could roast somebody, it just comes to your head like anything. You can just roast. I just feel like that just shows your creativity at the end of the day. And that that's what makes like you different at the end of the day. And I say, I feel like I don't know. We're gonna be the biggest podcast out here. I know that for a fact because it's just who I am, who you are, who Jew is, and then the amount of just people that we know is just I feel like we know a lot of talented people. We're a lot, we're talented people as ourselves. And it's just the more people that we bring in here with all the fascinating stories, especially just the people that you work with, especially like Papa, the the stories that you be telling me, I already know this is gonna go up because yeah. we're just gonna have just so many just real people with real stories instead of it's just, oh, I just did this, did that, and then it just got handed to me. It's just like we're people that we really had to work hard to get what we needed. At yeah. the end of the day, that's so I already know we're just gonna put 200% on this at the end of the day. Yeah, I feel like we tapped in with a lot of creative and interesting people that we could bring on here, really bring a different aspect to this podcast. shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just don't, I don't want to just start this up and then it's just, oh, yeah, we just got somebody that just got some buzz. It's just like, I genuinely fuck with this person and then they got an interesting story and I know they're talented, so I already know. At the end of the day, I'm gonna get a good conversation and good content out of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this has been the Hidden Vision Podcast. Shout out to everybody that tapped in. You're a real one if you really sat here and watched this whole interview because oh right here, this is my brother for sure. It's like I've known him since I was 14 years old. I watched oh him when he was fat. This nigga, <laughs> he's skinny now. He used to be a little oh, chunky kid with you. blackheads all over his face. I used to be poor with you no drip. Fake ass Allen Iverson braids. Oh God, I used to have fake shoes, bro. It's just for us to even make it this far to even do something like this is just I. Uh, I'm just proud of both of us. I'm glad that I got this first interview in with you because yes, you're my brother for sure. Oh, at the end of the day, you already know what it is. And follow me on Instagram at stretch S T R X T C H X. Yes, sir. Tap into the Instagram is dot G B I T S dot G B. All right, for sure. And then just run this up on YouTube. We're about to have some more podcasts. So we got some crazy shit on the way. Yeah, on God. Yeah, for sure.